You are now listening to Good, Bad, and Unavailable. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is episode 146 of Good, Bad, and Unavailable. I'm your host, Greg, and I'm joined by my co-host. Hey, y'all. It's Wes. You know, what's popping? What's popping? No AKAs this week? Oh. No AKAs for you? Uh, I mean, it's going to be the same. AKA vaccinate your kids. AKA wash your legs. You know, just general hygiene maintenance, please. And thank you. Okay. I am mad at it. Hello, everyone. This is Kelly. I am Kelly Elise, a.k.a. The Sophisticated Piehead, back in the building. Hi. So how are y'all doing, everybody? Hopefully, y'all are rating us five-star reviews on everything you buy and all the merchandise off of Tee Public. You're supporting us as well as the ladies. We got a lot of things coming up. Um... Basically, 2020 has been a shit show, though. So we're going to start the show with a bit of positive news. You know, usually I do random thoughts. I want to switch it up. Oh, so, um, all right. I'm on a mission to do more positive things and say more positive things. You are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To, the demi- to the detriment of us, but yeah. I mean, it's cool. Yeah, so I, I want to be way I more positive. It. So let's start. So first and foremost, I wanted to highlight Black history. So it All is right. and, and we need to do this. Yes, we do. It is, it is black history. Something black people have literally given this world its soul. So, yeah. so we I have mean, Google stamped it. A lot to be stamped. thankful and positive about this episode. Okay, like I'm really excited about this. So first and foremost, I wanted to shout out for Black History Month, Mr. Lonnie George Johnson. So he was born October 6, 1949. He is an American inventor and engineer who holds over 120 patents. He's the inventor also of the Super Soaker. Oh, yeah. Shout out to you, sir. So according to the article, he conceived the Super Soaker while doing work at the Air Force. And on October 14, 1983, he applied a U.S. patent as well as on May 27, 1986, he received the patent number for it. He initially called it the Power Drencher, and then with remarketing and rebranding in 1990, it appeared in toy shops under the name Super Soaker, generating over $200 million in sales. A few years later, he revamped the Super Super Soaker, making the toy Nerf gun. Mm. This nigga gave us, he gave, this black man gave y'all your childhood, okay, Late millennials, I'm looking at you. And X, Generation X. Y'all niggas who are motherfucking miserable. So, I wanted to definitely <laughs> shout out. We are. We are miserable. Like, just shout out. Like, that is amazing. Yo, and he, then he just went a settlement for all that shit. Absolutely. For well another $200 million. You know, hey. you deserve, sir. Um, Give him all of his you know you actually put that work in so congratulations to you and thank you for your contribution to world history absolutely this is a this is a great story the black man won at the end end. but wait there's (laughs) There's so much more stuff so um as of this week 
Taraji P. Uh, P. Henson has also launched a natural hairline exclusively at Target. Okay, girl. So this will, according to like Target, the revenue should go between three hundred and ten and three hundred and seventy million dollars in the first few years. No, damn. She seems to be excited about it. She says she has always been into healthy hair, and she knew that having a healthy scalp would lead to healthier hair. Is that this is Taraji, this right? Is Taraji. Yes, because niggas have not been promoting their her line like they were promoting Tracy, mm-hmm. and we got to put on for the home team. I have locks, so I don't know what I use on this line, but I'm still gonna purchase and gift to friends mm-hmm. because I first of all, Taraji is everything. And she's a great actress, and she deserves all the good things in life with all the things that she's doing, especially with her foundation for mental health awareness, especially for black men. So, you know, yeah. I'm here for it. I'm looking it up right now on Target, and it looks very nice. And Target Target puts on for black women, Mm -hmm. black business women, because, you know, Courtney, I I don't want to which this lady's name, the lady who created the main choice, um, Target, I mean, Sally's Beauty Spot and Target were like her first big, you know, like venture, like distributors, but yeah. Target also carries her daughter's line that she created. Her daughter created a line of scrunchies. Mm. So, and her daughter's like now the youngest CEO. Mm. So thanks. Shout out yeah. to Target. Yeah. And, and the price point isn't bad, ladies. It's affordable. I think it's more affordable than Tracy's line. It is way more affordable than Tracy's line. From what I see, it ranges from nine ninety nine to fourteen ninety nine. Fourteen ninety nine. Yeah. and she's trying to make it so y'all broke asses can actually get some quality ass hair points. Shout so out. buy the shit. Get it. Go. Go out and get it. Oh, we got more positive news. More. So, thirty two year old John Renthrope founded the first black-owned brewery in the South. Shout out to you, because Jack Daniels... Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Daniels was created by a black man. So... Um, yeah, now it's like... Yeah, yeah so, we founded this. We ran that shit, so... All I know is I'm going to try it. So, the brand is called Cajun Fire Brewery, uh, which has been the first black brewmaster well, making him the first black brewmaster in the state of Louisiana. So, wow. Like That's going to be dope. Wow. When I go back, because I'm definitely going back to New Orleans. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm definitely going to all this positive. Try to get me. some of that. I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm, Let's I'm, go. Okay. I did a food tour in Philly. I'm oh, oh a food tour in New Orleans, nigga. That shit would be, um. Oh my gosh, we I gotta do that. I have to plan that. I'm y'all. Would y'all be down to do a food tour in New Orleans? I would. I don't know. I would. I will because like my friend said, I planned out the spots pristinely for this. We just went like yesterday, stayed overnight, and came home today, and they loved all the places I picked to eat. So, you know, that's what I love to do. I will go. So I will find places for us to eat in New Orleans. I'm completely down. Oh, yes. Amen. We have more good news. More? This is just like, like plentiful. I love it. So a Maryland second grader raises over $4,000 for her classmates who couldn't afford school lunch. (gasps) Shout out to you. Black queen. Shout out to the parents who raised such a thoughtful and compassionate girl. And shame on the school. 
And yep. first of all, public school should have free lunch since it's public school. Cool. But I mean, what's whatever. dollars to eat. Like, I don't oh, understand how y'all. <clears throat> all right, so yeah, just all the good news. Um, we actually have a young lady who joined us. She was a little bit late, but Day is here. Day, do you want to say anything to the people who are listening? Not right now. Okay. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, all right. Um, so I guess she's not there. <laughs> so I got, we got more positive news, even more. So Southern University becomes the first HBCU to launch a CBD product line. Okay. So uh, to the HBCUs out there, especially Virginia State University. Yeah. So, you know they're next, though. You know they're next. So, right now it says Southern University and Louisiana State University are the two schools in Louisiana. You know, Louisiana's actually stepping up. Like, they're doing a lot of shit. So, they are licensed by the state to grow medical cannabis, and the HBCU is using that permit to get into the business on a 40-acre facility in Baker, Louisiana. Good for them. So... I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Virginia State didn't get in the game because we do have a very reputable and huge agriculture um, program. Yeah, I, I ain't mad at it, bro. I ain't mad at it. I am completely with it. I, That's all I'm saying. This is, I'm down with the cause. You already know. I think it's warranted. I'm completely happy with how we started this episode. I am. Yeah, it's ooh, it feels been good. A good. Good. Uh, Thank you, friend. That's like home. Now you're going to hate. Why am I going to hate you? I don't want to hate you. So I I have my random random thoughts. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, it's it's not. What is your random thought? So I went down the dark web of Twitter, right? I went down the dark web of Twitter and I found a video by a young lady who decided that she wanted to rap over City Girls. Okay. The issue behind this, though, is she was a white woman. Interesting. And Wait. She was a white woman, and she used... Iggy Azalea was rapping over City Girls? Yeah, it, it, it was pretty damn bad. It was so bad. I'm sorry. Do you, are we about to listen to a recording of this cat on a hot tin roof? I actually don't know. <laughs> What? It hurt me. <laughs> Let's just, let's just move. And we'll come back to that because on a hot tin roof. Yeah, it's probably exactly when I because I wasn't expecting it to be as bad as it was. Mm. It was pretty damn bad. So, well, I'm not interested in my ears bleeding tonight. So, I mean, if we don't have to listen to it, we don't have to. But if you have it, we have play to. it. It's only right, but I was going to wait because apparently my phone, well, my app is not loading properly, so just give me one second. You about to play this shit for real? I'm, I'm obviously, to... girl. Obviously. God I'm... damn. You encouraged him. I didn't. I, I just asked if he was going to play this shit. I'm going to play. Hello, Diana. Hello, Diana. Can you, can you introduce yourself now, please? Hi, people who are listening. I'm Day. I said hi before, but apparently I was having technical difficulties. You were. You were. We missed you. So here's the Aww. clip. Here's the clip. Oh, nigga. Psych. 
Even the beat sounds like Little ass bitch give a fuck about the industry. I'ma say nigga cause I know what I fucking mean. I don't give a fuck about your race or your ethnicity. If you got a dick, then that's what is the ethnicity? Real ass bitch, man. I grew up in the hood and I been saying nigga bitches been up in my book and I don't give a fuck what you bitches gotta say cause I'ma say nigga every single fucking day, bitch. Nope. Act up. You can get snatched up. Bitches trying to say you can't. Like bitch, shut up. Act up. You can get snatched up. All you bitches mad cause you think I'm just gassed up. I don't really give a fuck about your race and I don't care if you white or black. It's the same thing, man. God made us all, man. We all on this earth. So stop saying niggas are racist ass word cause it ain't. If I ain't saying ER, then it's not the same. I don't give a fuck, man. You bitches just lame. I'ma say what I want. It's my thing. I don't give a fuck. Y'all can suck up on my... Alright, alright, bad Barbie. Look, making the mayonnaise. What the fuck? Making the mayonnaise? <laughs> what the fuck? Nigga, I know you just not call this. First of all, I'm, patty mayonnaise does not deserve. I'm. Patty mayonnaise would have had better flow. And she was brown. Patty mayonnaise was black, so. I just, I can't get over the fact that she, she was like, I'm gonna say, nigga. I don't really give a fuck about your race, and I don't uh, care. You white or black, it's the same thing. God made us all the same, so I can say, nigga. Wow. God made us all the same. You you wouldn't even have nigga as an option. Like, shut up, girl. Wow. Um, That that was my. That was one of my random. That wasn't a random thought. That was randomly fucked up. Yeah, we we had a second random thought. And if y'all have any, please let me know. So actually came for today, right? So this is a tweet by Ambria Harkey. So Mm. she says. I don't ask for a lot. It would be greatly appreciated if this post goes viral. My cousin is in serious danger. He's been kidnapped in Chihuahua, Mexico. Whoever has him him is asking for $100,000. Like even the smallest donations would help. Then she posted a GoFundMe for $30,000. So she she posts a photo of, I guess, her brother handcuffed with duct tape around his mouth, blood flowing from his face and everything like that. Why is she not calling the police? The thing is, the police said that it was a scam. Um. And this was not happening. So, yeah. Um, Twitter is tweeting. Or, what is it? Twitter is twittering, if you want to call it that. So, there was that. Um, one of our listeners sent a question that I don't really know how to answer, so maybe the ladies can. Um, what happens if your surrogate gets pregnant before the procedure? By her, by her. Person. Who the fuck is she pregnant by? Because it depends. Because if you're pregnant by my partner, yeah, it's a little fucking problem. Yeah, her husband or her boo was, you know, she was like, oh shit, like yeah. that's different. Well, technically, most people who get a surrogate also get some sort of legal contracted contract drafted Mm -hmm. um, so that once you have the baby you can't be like oh I got feels for this child I'm gonna keep it so usually you are like bound to that couple you're not supposed to be seeing people or like engaging in uh, if you're contracted like engaging in sex with somebody in the event that you might get pregnant yeah Mm. 
Wow. Wow. Why are we talking about yeah. that? Oh, yeah. that was just a thought. That was just a random um, thought. They well, it wasn't a thought. It was more so a question. I made yeah. a thought. Um, <laughs> I got to talk about news and entertainment. So we have to update docket. So I'll basically tell them. So we'll leave Super Bowl for next week. Um, okay. We have to talk about really. Gail- yeah. Yeah. All right. We got we got to talk about Gail King. Uh, we have to talk about Meek and Nikki. Then we got to okay. talk all over again. I don't want to do no. most of that, yeah. but I mean, I will suffer through it for you. Why? We're going to talk about him and the game. The game is on the docket for this Fucking week. Um, Megan and Why? Um, we're going to talk about Ari Lennox because I thought that was pretty Jesus. fucking funny. Um, I want to be her friend. <laughs> Terry Crews and then David Schwimmer. But before we get there, we're going to talk about First 48. So First 48 is basically a game where everybody, you know, I read a story and you guess the first, you know, the state that it usually happened in, which is either Florida or Jersey or somewhere else. So Sometimes Texas be like, hold my beer. Yeah. Yeah. Every now and again. This sneaks up on us. Oh, my God. So the first article says a police officer was charged with murder after killing a handcuffed suspect. Good. That nigga deserved. That was in Maryland. I saw that. That, It was it was in fear. Like, how this They said this nigga was on PCP. Mm hmm. And he's he was, handcuffed sitting in the front seat. So all types of policy and procedure just is like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up with two in the chest. Nigga, you gotta be out your goddamn rabbit ass mind to make me think that like yep. you were really fearing for your life. I just don't get the fact that it, it was a black man. If, that nigga, if they would have said that nigga was on bath salts, I'd be like, mm, actually that might be, you know, warranted. But, well, not him yeah. killing him, of course. But like he could have been having some superhuman shit going on because yeah. Them niggas on bath sauce was like they eating people's faces, <laughs> getting shot, and still like not going down. <laughs> Cause we definitely thought the the apocalypse is upon us that week summer. <laughs> oh shit! Y'all don't remember that? Sorry. Remember. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that nigga who oh, shot oh, that poor boy. So West got it right. So it was and no, no, no. You're fine. You're completely fine. Um, so. Apparently, the next thing is YouTubers are telling people to drink bleach in order to ward off coronavirus. What? <gasps> wow. Y'all just really listen to anything in the internet. What the fuck? Like, where do people get this shit from? And why do people believe it? We have finally got to, like, the pinnacle level of Dr. Sebi's diet. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> this drink, because, you know, Dr. Sebi's thing is about you know, making your body more alkalinic. Mm-hmm. Nerd moment. Bleach is a base, so that means it's more alkaline. So I mean, we're 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 at that point in life where niggas are actually following niggas and drinking bleach. Can't say that I didn't see that we'd see today. Can't say that that wasn't going to happen because you know the general public is stupid as fuck. <laughs> so honestly, the thing is, this isn't even a state. This is happening like all over the world, country. What? Because y'all motherfuckers are dumb. If you sat there and drank bleach because some person told you that's how you wrote ward off coronavirus, Darwin was right. You you are not the strongest. I just I don't get it. it says 
Supporters are encouraging people to drink MMS or Miracle Mineral Solution, a bleaching agent that has been touted as the miracle cure by anti-vaxxers and other fringe groups. And you know what? I want I want you to watch them actually drink that shit like straight out the drink the <laughs> bottle and it still will be fake. Like why are you letting these stupid ass people dictate oh my god, okay. Yeah. It's people see, this is the thing. People are dumb. It is very easy to fall into a cult, apparently. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that people are actually trying this. You know, what we didn't say we were going to do, what well, we said we were going to do it, we, we might still haven't do planned it. Do you, do you a want conspiracy it? theory? Give me a conspiracy theory that you're talking about. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. I'll, I'll give you one to start while y'all think, okay? So the conspiracy as of recent is that Kobe Bryant's death was planned from the cartoon with the airplane. And then there's a child's book that he came out with, I want to say in 2017, that was about 248 pages where it was documented about the death in a child's book form. Oh, I don't know. I have other conspiracy theories. What child's book is 240 pages? Yeah, nigga. It's, it's like a, I don't say it's a coloring book. What? It's actually a child's book with like photos, like lines. It's a color? It's like an activity book? Uh, I, will, I will look it up, but it is definitely a book with about 248 pages. And what child's book is talking about dying in a car crash? Y'all don't know like Red Jack and the Giant Peach or any of these other books that were not. That's not that's not considered a child's book, right? Wouldn't that be like young adult? No, James and the Giant Peach. I read that when I was in the first grade. Really? Uh, Yes, really. In the first grade? So educate yourself. Kelly, is it Bernstein or Bernstein? It's Bernstein. (laughs) Bernstein Bears. It's with an E. I don't give a fuck what them niggas say. I did not imagine that. So the book was actually called The Wizards. So it was The Wizards. So it was a collection of books that totaled 240 pages. So it was a multitude of books. That was like three of them, and each one was about a specific sport or something. And it was published through his multimedia company, Granity Studios. Okay. That's crazy. I don't know if I believe that, but you know what? I believe that Medusa was a black woman with locks and the Greeks couldn't take. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they demonized her and that men were actually being turned into stone. They were just so struck by her beauty that they froze. Mm. I like that. Thanks. It's fact. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm still big mad about the whole Hidden Figures thing. Oh, wow. What Hidden Figures thing? Is that the Tariq book uh, movie? Yeah, like the fact that I grew up there, like the fact that I've lived in Tidewater my entire life. Oh, I didn't know that whole thing was like. And I had absolutely no idea until I was a whole world ass adult in like probably my 30s. It's pretty sad. Like, that was no part of my history books, no part of anything. Now, I've, I haven't had a chance to see any of the Hidden Colors. I think it's like they're up to six. I have now. not. I've, Can you I refuse like a, to read, watch Hidden Colors. Yeah. Fuck that shit. I don't know. Hidden Kelly, figures? Like a, like, hidden figures and hidden color are two different things, friend. What oh. is Hidden Colors? Hidden Colors is that whole tep ass like document okay. docu series on YouTube. Okay. Oh, 
figures is about the black mathematicians, oh, the black woman mathematicians who like ran that shit to get them niggas home. Okay, so I got. <laughs> oh my god! Woo, that was great. Oh, I take it. I'm sorry, y'all. All right. So here is apparently some people believe that Finland and Australia don't exist, or as y'all know, I believe that Australia is a, the fourth level of hell. So, because mm. everything there is intent on killing you. Mm. Yeah. I agree. Um, what other conspiracy? I have a lot. Does, does Bigfoot actually exist? I I believe it, but for some, like, this is a question and a random thought I've had for a very long time. It's like, you know how we, like, have stories about dragons and unicorns mm-hmm. and fairies and stuff, and it's like, what is the point of reference mm-hmm. for these stories? Yeah. This shit don't just like we don't pull shit out of, like yeah. you the human brain has to have a point some sort of point of reference to be able to like articulate something mm-hmm. to describe what it looks like. Like so what is the point of reference yeah, for like, those mystical out. beings? <laughs> I don't I don't know like I what? believe that they were real. Like maybe they fed phase out. Mm. So I'm gonna get just a bit churchy on them. Because I've been thinking about this too, and like dinosaurs, like yeah. clearly we have evidence there was dinosaurs. Yeah. And then we're mostly taught that dinosaurs and then monkey men and then now us, right? Yeah. But if you do some study in the Bible, like they talk about these beasts of the wild that were around and while like they talk about how God created the world in seven days, but there's evidence in the Bible that God's time is not equated to man's time. So while it could have been like not seven actually seven weekdays, Evolution like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like it could have been seven hundred years that it he took to form the world. So I do have a belief that we coexisted in some sense with them. Like, and that, like, at very early on, it talks about how we coexisted and, like, angels were on the ground and, like, we saw these beings and, like, there was evidence of, like, angels coming to visit. So I think all of, like, the fairies and the dragons and that are just, like, a spinoff or, like, a a tale told over and over again. Like, it was an angel, maybe. And then, like, because the story has been passed on over and over again, it's just evolved. Yeah. Okay, I, I that's that's very plausible. Um, because I also you know know that like our God's time is not our time, so like a day to Him could be like a hundred thousand years. Like we don't actually know. Sure. Um, I also believe or like have heard the theory that like Adam and Eve were like we've we've destroyed most of the planets in our solar system so like we were on mars and adam and eve came from a pod on mars and they were the asteroid that destroyed the dinosaurs so yeah i was like damn that's like possible as hell because there's traces of water on mars but we don't have like you know like but there's no active water now like what if we were there and we scorched that shit so bad that like yeah, we came here and we about to do the same thing all over again because you know we were, we're just repeated fractals over time. That's a deep ass quote, y'all. <laughs> oh 
Okay. So yeah, you went there. <laughs> Craig's <laughs> over it. Craig's like, all right. I'm like sober too. So yeah, it's all just brain power right now. <laughs> so the next like conspiracy theory, right? Hey. So MLK was assassinated in Memphis, and it wasn't by John. Was it uh, Wilkes Booth, right? No, that's the nigga. What? Wow. James Earl Ray. So that, I'm, okay. That was not oh in the same ballpark. Like, nigga, I would have taken John Wayne Gacy off. And you know how I almost said John Wayne Gacy? I was like, John Wayne Gacy. No, that's a clown guy. Ooh, damn. Oh, All right. So. Oh man, that was that was funny. Thank you for that. That was actually pretty good. Um, <laughs> you know what? Let, let's get let's be a little bit more prepared for uh, conspiracy. We're gonna come back to these. We'll come back because this is a conspiracy theory. And y'all can like listeners want to throw in their conspiracy theories. We will talk about them if y'all want to throw it in the comments. I'll read them. I'm good at reading. So send them in, and I will read them. I will give them all the emotion and all the uh, everything. And I will give you all the crazy like aluminum foil tin hat. Mine aren't that crazy. Mine are always about like murders. Like I don't think that Wayne Williams committed all of the Atlanta child murders. But I definitely think he was involved. Yeah. Okay. So, have you listened to the podcast at all? No, not that one. So, that was Atlanta Monster, right? So, Atlanta Monster was, like, the podcast. It was, like, 12 different episodes where they discussed it in, like, full detail. And they had said that he obviously was caught on the bridge throwing the bodies over into, like, the river or whatever. They believe. They heard a splash. And he was the only person that came off the bridge after the splash. Mm-hmm. And then two days later, a body washed up. Exactly. Oh, so that's like crazy circumstantial. But they were also saying that like at the position that he had thrown, well, he was supposedly have thrown it over like two days later where it was at wouldn't have reached that far down mm. in two days. So what well, was downstream? It was yeah. downstream. Did it rain? Because sometimes it rained. It hadn't rained. It hadn't rained. It was just downstream. Oh, so, I mean, it was recently? close by where? No, this was in the, like the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely yeah. like at least thirty some years yeah. old. Kelly, you don't know about the Atlanta child murders. I know about the murders. I haven't listened to the podcast. You have to honestly uh-huh. breeze through it in like a day. Okay, twenty thirty minutes, okay. but. They go into details that even I didn't know about. Like I knew that he had like a record label, but yeah. I didn't know they interviewed like children that were now adults mm-hmm. that were saying that he was capable of this. Um, but uh-huh. and for every kid that had well, every adult that said that he is capable of it, there were two that were saying no. He was literally just like I won't say a Michael Jackson, but he was one of those adults that just saw the betterment in children and wanted them to do better. Mm, so I was yeah. listening to Atlanta Monster. It's a okay. really, really good episode. Interesting. Well, yeah. yeah, and if you watch season two, well, I think you should watch all of it. Um, but season two of Mindhunter mm-hmm. also goes over, that, yeah. covers the story of um, the Atlanta child murders. Okay. Because the FBI was involved in that. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. So let me see. What else do we have? Oh, um, damn, we got to go back to first 48. I'll give y'all that. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You um, started it. Florida man pretending to be a McDonald's cashier fakes taking orders and then takes cash instead. <laughs> he was black, by the way. Uh, 
This happened in Kissimmee, Florida. Oh, you McDonald's. No one noticed that this nigga was behind the counter. Just <laughs> but what? Oh, they said he he walked into McDonald's wearing a McDonald's uniform, but it was like, but you, you don't, don't know your coworker. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, I mean, what? This is what's gonna happen with all of those people who bought those Ivy Popeyes uniforms. Uh-huh. Somebody's just gonna roll into Popeyes and be like, "Welcome to Popeyes, can't take order." But like, how do you like do do McDonald's employees change locations? Like, you wouldn't know that you this nigga didn't like work there as the ma- where was the manager? Like, oh, God. I imagine. I imagine the turnover rate for McDonald's has to be pretty high. Maybe they have like a new person starting all the time. But you just like you just started without training. (laughs) Is this your first day? Why do y'all like? Why are y'all so comfortable not knowing this nigga? Like, do y'all not speak? (laughs) Like, Mm. uh, this nigga lied to them. I don't understand. Oh, and then y'all just let this nigga walk out with money. <laughs> I was like, wait, what are you like? Y'all was just giving niggas food. <laughs> That's what it was like. Look, I'm here for my check, and this is not my problem. Can you imagine Yo. just be like, hey, like, you know, man, I take your order. And it's like, can I get him a chicken? And you hand him a twenty dollar bill. All you see is him going to register, grab the cash, and just walk right around. Like, you. What? <laughs> <laughs> can I get my food? Yo, up? that's crazy. Oh, wow, shit. good job, Florida. Oh. On brand forever. <laughs> oh my goodness. The only way I can see this working is if like, you know, when you go to Chick-fil-A, sometimes they have the person outside in the line. Yeah. Like I imagine he like realistically, he probably was like outside in the line. It was like, yeah, let me take your order and pretend to take it to people's It was like, all right, drive up to the window. Maybe and they got to the window and it was like, "What order? What are you talking about?" <laughs> Maybe that's what he did because I'm motherfucking lost. All right, Hello. good, good thoughts. So we we have some news. Are, are y'all ready for this? I mean, I'm not, but we got no choice. Okay, so um, do y'all want me to start in a good way or a bad way? Just start positive. Bad. Oh, you want bad? Okay, perfect. Yeah. End on a high note. Yeah. You want to end on a high note? Yes. All right. Optimism. This 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 is y'all day. So. Toxic positivity. Here we go. Ivan Thee in the WNBA. It's been said that his legacy is complicated because of sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003, 2004. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? It's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy, never been like, you know, let's go get that girl or tell her or send her this. I have other NBA friends that are like that. Mm-hmm. Kobe's, he, he was never like that. I just never see, have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be, do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know. But Lisa, you wouldn't see it though. As his friend, you wouldn't see it, and that's possible. Mm-hmm. I just, it's just, I just don't, I just don't believe that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying things didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe that things didn't happen with force. Is it even a fair question to talk about it, considering he's no longer with us and that it was resolved, or is it really part of his history? I think that the media should be more respectful. Um, at this time, it, it's like if you had questions about it, you've had many years to ask him that. I don't think it's something that we should keep hanging over his legacy. I mean, 
he went to it went to trial. Yeah, it was the case is, it was dismissed because the victim in the case refused to testify. So it was dismissed. And I think that that's how we should leave it. So that was the first clip of Gail King speaking on Kobe's legacy and the rape trial. Um, didn't go over too well on Twitter. No, yeah, the um, niggas people were absolutely not fucking with it at all. Uh, um, too much fanfare. She decided that she wanted to retaliate with another video. Um, here we go. Reading the comments about the interview I did with Lisa Leslie about Kobe Bryant. And I know that if I had only seen the clip that you saw, I'd be extremely angry with me too. I am mortified, I'm embarrassed, and I am very angry. Uh, Unbeknownst to me, my network put up a clip from a very wide-ranging interview, um, totally taken out of context, and when you see it that way, it's very jarring. It's jarring to me. I didn't even know anything about it. I started getting calls. What the hell are you doing? Why did you say this? What is happening? I did not know what people are talking about. So I've been told, I've been advised to say nothing. Just let it go. People will drag you. People will troll you. It'll be over in a couple of days. But that's not good enough for me because I really want people to understand what happened here and and how I'm feeling about it. I reached out to Lisa because I know that she's a longtime friend of Kobe's to talk about his legacy and their friendship. All right, now, I'm going to pause right there because didn't she literally like 20 seconds before that say that it was uh, like basically a compilation of clips where it was taken out of context, only to follow up by saying that she contacted and had the interview with Lisa Leslie specifically asked about Kobe. Yeah, what I think she was trying to say was if you watch that clip, like I think they put that clip out as like, ooh, watch this this interview sort of thing. And as opposed to like when we see compilation clips of like multiple questions being asked, like they just focus on that part. So if you look at that, it makes it seem like the whole interview was going to be about her asking Lisa about the type of man Kobe was in a negative connotation and talking about the assault. Like, I don't think she's denying that she had the interview. I think she's saying like the clip makes it seem like this is all we talked about, but we talked about like Kobe's entire legacy, not just this part. So I'm going to continue the clip. Like I agree with you, Dayana. I'm just going to continue playing the clip. We had a really wide ranging interview. Talked about many things his career, his passion, his sense of humor, the way he was mentoring other people, how he was starting his next chapter. It was wide ranging. And yes, we talked about that court case because that court case has also come up. And I wanted to get Lisa's take on it as a friend who knew him well, what she thought, where that should stand. And I thought she, It was very powerful when she looked me in the eye as a member of the media to say it's time for the media to leave it alone and to back off. In the course of the interview, I asked follow-up questions because I wanted to make sure that her position and perspective were very clear. So in that portion, she said what you had said, Dayana, about yes, there was more. However, then she continued saying that 
I won't say she pressured on with the conversation, but Lisa Leslie kind of told her, hey, like, that's my friend. Leave it alone. We'll just keep going with the last, like, 30 seconds. At the end when she said, time for to leave it alone. I, as I said, I thought that was powerful. And I insisted, I insisted that that part be in the interview because I thought that it put a nice button on that part of the conversation. Um, when the interview aired, we got a great reaction to it. Um, I talked to Lisa last night. I believe that Lisa was okay with the interview. And I felt really good about the interview. Really good about the interview. So for the network to take the most uh, salacious part when taken out of context and put it up online for people who didn't see the whole interview is very upsetting to me and that's something I'm going to have to deal with with them. So she had no creative control or no, even though she was the one who initiated the questions she had nothing like now she has to go over it now that she's the one being blamed for it. The network's not getting blamed for the things that she said. So, I don't know. I mean, I I think it's pretty common that, like, as an interviewer, like, she's not an editor. She's not, I don't think Gail is a producer on the show. Like, she's just a host and and a journalist. So, it wouldn't be uncommon for her to host an interview and, I mean, even say, I feel like at her level, she can say, oh, I want to do this interview. These are the people I'm reaching out to to interview. I want to interview Lisa Leslie and get approval from the producers and the network to do it and kind of work on framing her own questions as an interviewer. But that doesn't mean she's in the room cutting it together and piecing it together. And I mean, I think she was saying, like, not that the interview, that she didn't see the interview. She just didn't see promo they were going to run and I, had, I don't think that it's fair that we put all of this pressure on journalists like this like to say oh Lisa said I should stop and it's just like I'm gonna stop like as a journalist it's not my job like I wouldn't be doing my job service if when you was like well I don't really want to talk about it for them to be like okay well we don't have to talk about it like this is this is what we came to talk about now I'm going to press, I'm going to continue to push into this topic to get the answers that I want. I mean, we see it in news all the time. So when you say push into the topic, so she, as the interviewer, like, obviously she had like a list of questions that she wanted to answer and stuff like that, or have asked or answered. So she referred to the accuser as the victim. So how do you come to that conclusion as someone who was interviewing a person when the case one was dismissed? as well as giving your opinion about it, downplaying it, and making your opinion more biased than anything else. I mean, let's be fair. Rape and sexual assault are the least persecuted crimes there are. And just because someone was dismissed does not mean that a crime did not take place. Um, That also doesn't mean that a sexual assault didn't take place, even if it doesn't reach the criminal statute. Absolutely. Let's just put that out there for the victims. Okay. Um, We knew that this topic was going to come up because as much as people want to say it's not a part of his legacy, that was a very public incident that happened. Mm -hmm. It completely changed 
the conversation mm-hmm. nationally, and it completely changed laws in that state mm-hmm. in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So it does have a space in the conversation of who he is. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't say what happened because I was too young. I really yeah. don't know. But has he tried to make amends and strive forward and be a better person? I would I would be inclined to agree. Okay. But if we are going to talk about people in their fullness, especially public figures, we have to talk about the good and bad of okay. them. Okay. So I'll return your statement. And I like I absolutely agree. But I want to ask in regards to this interview. It was posed as Lisa Leslie discussing her friend, yeah, the person that she knows, and his death, yeah, like many other people who have passed away, yeah, they they highlight or they make recognition of all the positive things in their life, yeah, and but people did it with Michael. It wasn't people; it was a few. But I mean, but people talked about the allegations and his yeah. death. My thing is like. I think it's fair that I think it's fair to it's <laughs> fair to ask whether or not the person wants to answer. Come ah. on them. I think she handled it fine. Okay, and she's going to answer it the way she's going to answer. But I don't think I think if we rob journalists, and it's it's touchy, but if we rob journalists this license to press into these uncomfortable conversations then when is the right time to have a conversation yeah. the conversation well I, this is just me and my personal opinion like not now i mean i don't believe <laughs> now I, I think the timing could have been better i think we could have right i feel like it was done in poor taste right. i think if anyone anyone who passes regardless you just have to take in consideration this is a human being who has a family who has an immediate family and that immediate family is in an immense amount of pain because of their loss, yeah. right? Yeah. So regardless of whatever the topic is, this is clearly a sensitive issue, and I agree with all the points you made. But I just think that it was in poor taste to ask that question, especially the way Greg explained in, in the conversation and how the conversation was supposed to be set up. It just didn't seem like a question that should have been asked in that particular setting. I it seems as if that could have been something that could have come up maybe months later on a panel when we're talking about it later and then you want to bring that up. When it but will we be talking about it later? Like this is relevant news now as we reflect on it. And I mean, I understand where people are coming from, where they're like, the family is grieving, but like people still have to do a job. Like I get it. I completely understand it, but that is, that is who your person is. And I mean, I think that journalists have done a a good enough job of saying, yeah, you know, he, he was brought up on these allegations, but also look at all the other good things he's done. It's not like they're like, but that rape though. And that's just what they hammer continuously. But the thing is, that's the. But are we going to extend the? Are we going? Are we? Are we truly, honestly, going to extend this courtesy to someone like Harvey Weinstein or Rush Limbaugh when they inevitably pass sooner than later? Um, yep. 
Like, but because I mean, are we are people going to extend that courtesy? Probably not. And I'm not saying, but those people, as terrible as I feel they are, still have. Fa- I'm assuming have family that loves and appreciates and will yeah. grieve when they pass. Yeah. But and I'm not saying that Gail should or shouldn't have asked mm-hmm. it. I honestly can't call it yeah. because I don't. I, I I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> with like it's hard because as a woman mm-hmm. as a survivor of sexual assault mm-hmm. I completely get why people feel and have those feelings about Kobe and who mm-hmm. can't move on and that is their personal journey mm-hmm. I also understand grieving a person who was great to a immense amount of people so it's a very fine awkward line to try to rationalize what should or shouldn't be said because it's not we are not because i mean say we do wait and then people like well he's been dead for x amount of time why are we bringing this up now like there's never going to be a good time to talk about a low moment in someone's life and that right there was my main issue and it's not just like the time of length that it happened that the person passed away because we've seen like the Michael Jacksons, the because I mean that girl can't like speak that. out. That girl is still under an NDA to this no, day. Well, here's the thing about that: she went through her lawyer and like proper protocol and said that she would not speak about it right now because it wasn't the time. Like she understood. I'm assuming this is just me, you know, assuming. But she, that, she still can't honestly yeah. speak about it. But She's still is, under she, an NDA. She well, the NDA is exclusive to her. But I also think that. It would be different if, like, I think it's different if the victim comes and is like, well, let me tell you my side of the story now, as opposed to journalists who are just profiling his entire life and the things that have happened. And that was my main issue. It's people, I don't want to say people, journalists more so, they're there for the quick takes. We just said last week on our show, about how TMZ got blamed for putting out information too soon. Yeah. So we can't say that last week and then go this week and say, hey, it's okay that Gail King said what she said because it happened. Because right now I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not saying you said but it's more so of the you know the same vein of people are jumping the gun for the hot take. And Gail King <laughs> Gail King, I'm sorry, Gail King went to lamps for that, but like you had said, like Russ, she hadn't gone in with Harvey Weinstein. Oprah hasn't either. So black men, black men have gone and said on Twitter, as well as like you know, black women as well on Twitter and social media have gone to lamps of saying, "Why don't y'all do these for your faves? Y'all don't do this for Charlie Sheen. You don't do this for Harvey Weinstein." Oh, and- I'm agreeing. It's like keep that same motherfucking energy for all these motherfucking bastards who are disgusting to people. Yeah, keep right. them, do it. Do yeah. it. Across the board, exactly. I, I I'm don't disagree with that. Yeah. So, but I, there's I, never going to be a right time to talk about Kobe's. There's never going to be a right time to talk about yeah, this. There'll, there'll never be a right time. But I would have at least respectfully waited until he was married. Okay, yeah, like, I mean, and I and like I said, I I don't disagree with that either. Like I feel like that would have been, but I feel like there would have always been a backlash no matter when you brought it up. Yeah, and that, that's what Thank she, you. In the, um, in the interview, well, not an interview, but more so what she had said. And I am was, in no way like defending Gail King because she's friends with. <laughs> I feel like she, 
So just put that. Like, I don't think it. I don't think it's fair to say, uh, like, make sure you go up for your phase or whatever when like about their stuff because we don't know what journalists will report on because Harvey Weinstein and Charlie Sheen not dead. Yeah. Like this is they are profiling someone who has passed. I mean, like, I think it's a little different. And it's Russell Simmons documentary. Exactly. Right. But I think it's also like much different, Greg, to your point about what we talked about with TMZ. Like it's different from TMZ reporting things early that weren't 100% confirmed by everybody that, you know, the families didn't get noticed. Like, I think that is a different level of journalism and asking people to wait than like doing profiles and legacy remembrance stories. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to take what you just said and I don't want to flip it, but I'm just going to like expound on that. So in the same vein, say if a man or, or a woman, because I don't want to make it just like, you know, just one gender. Say if someone was accused of something and it comes out seven, well, for Kobe's sake, it will be 14 years. So 14 years comes to find out, hey, you know what? He actually did not do what he was accused of. He's always still going to be accused of that, even when proven guilty or she. So in this vein, when it comes to the accuser, she hasn't spoken up. You have people. She speaking. cannot speak up. She cannot speak up, or she hasn't spoken. She, up. the accuser of Kobe, the accuser. She, she is under a non-disclosure up. agreement. She cannot speak about the incident. So even after the fact that she, she is, she that's a up, legally binding contract. She now, can't speak up. Did that NDA come before or no? After it came the with DNA the settlement. After the seven DNA tests of the seven different, I'm not sure, but it came with the settlement. Okay, we'll but we, at the that. end of the day, it is still harder to persecute. So she probably figured this is the best shot at accountability I'm going to get, and I'm gonna have to keep my motherfucking mouth shut for it. That's what it is. Okay, and we'll take that. So since she hasn't spoken up, we have other people speaking for her, correct? So we have Gail, like. King going and saying what she had said, even with Lisa Leslie, another woman, it would be different if like a, you know, a Seth Curry or somebody like that was speaking in turn for Kobe, his homie or something like that. She spoke to a woman and a woman said, you know, I don't want to speak on it. I don't know too much about it. And she still tried to vie for information about that. Where do you go? What do you mean? Like the fact that Gail had gone and she was still like saying, yeah, I get what you're saying, but mm -mm." that's what, that's what, that's her job. (laughs) So it's her job to go and still dig. I mean, people badger Trump all the time. That nigga don't answer not a goddamn question. Yeah, but we just, we bring that bitch into it, but, but Tanya, we just said that TMZ got blamed for advice. I don't want to say advanced journalism, but speaking on things. No, TMZ got blamed for disclosing information that was not even told to the family personally first. <laughs> TMZ gets blamed for paying off people to have this information and not being responsible enough to allow the respect of the person's family to get that information from the proper authorities and not motherfucking social media. <laughs> that is what we were talking about with TMZ. So, and they do that to a lot of celebrities. But TMZ also tries to make victims of sexual assault look like the bad guy, and they will badger those women. Mm-hmm. So they're not culpable. They're quite culpable in all this bullshit. So okay. that's what TMZ is being blamed for. 
Gail is being blamed for asking what is perceived to be a tasteless question at a very sensitive time. Okay. And her connection to Oprah and her connection to journalism, because she was the only one who went up and interviewed that and Robert, um, and how Oprah perceives and does things regarding black sexual predators for lack of a better term or perceived sexual predators is what is giving getting her the backlash okay and i'm just gonna close it with this with her flat out basically telling lisa leslie as a friend you wouldn't see it she's right yeah Victims of se- like, <laughs> or like people who know domestic abusers. Like, there's plenty of women who are like, "Oh, Chris Brown is so sweet. He wasn't sweet to Rihanna." Like, she wouldn't see it because they have a different relationship. Mm-hmm. I can't. It's understand. very possible that she didn't see it. Yeah, right. And we wanna- agree to say you're right. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I don't. I don't think that what she asked was wrong or. It was tasteless. I think that it was in poor taste, the timing of when, like, I would have just, I feel as though I, I, I agree with you guys that there is no real great time to ask anything or address a, a subject like this. However, I feel if you preface it with, you know, I understand this is a sensitive subject and, you know, because of that, we waited until after the funeral or after something. I just feel like a certain amount of time should have been given to the family to grieve, like, seriously before all of these other things were bringing it, were resurfaced, I guess, because they're dealing with everything else, you know? Like, please, it's fine to address, but just not now. Okay. I'll I'll give this story. Completely unrelated, but kind of along the same vein of doing service to the victims, right? My biological father passed away in November, October, I don't know, last fall. (laughs) I have never met him before. We did not have a relationship, but I'm very close to his brothers and my cousins. So I was informed of his passing and I went to the funeral. Mm-hmm. I got to sit in that funeral and listen to everybody talk about how great of a man he was, what a family man he was, how if you ever needed anything, he was there. Mm-hmm. Coming from my perspective, he was none of those things. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about Kobe, there are people who see him in different lights. And I don't think that it's fair to focus on one part of his story. And it's not fair to his legacy because you can say maybe Kobe would have been a completely different person that maybe we wouldn't revere today if he hadn't gone through that sexual assault case. Mm -hmm. He could have been somebody totally different. I think it is important to tell people's entire story. No one has acknowledged the fact that my father has never called me and never met me. They focus on one part of it. So it does a disservice to my relationship yeah. and my perception. Absolutely. See it? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm with you. So I feel like that's the perfect way to like, yeah, that. we're like, going to you know. book in that with that. Yeah. Um, wow. Shit. Um, <laughs> shit. 
I am breezed through this one. You about to talk about some mess, ain't you? <laughs> we were supposed to go into good stuff after the bad. No, no, that, that was like all right. What's the, the mess? What's um, the mess? So, um, Peter Guns is reportedly going to be the black host of the reality TV series Cheaters. I am just like y'all picked <laughs> the cheater of cheaters to host Cheaters. <laughs> He can relate to the dude. Listen, he can kind of use the situations. Yeah. It's about to be that some was, bullshit, but I'm. <laughs> nigga, that's about to be some entertainment TV. If, when if is the premiere? Guns get stabbed on this show, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Amina and the other one gonna be like Karma. <laughs> oh, oh Tara, yes. There. Oh, that's. Oh. Yo, if they get, oh, that's going to be hilarious. Yeah. If he gets stabbed. So you going to watch it? I don't, I'm going to have to watch clips. I don't think I can sit through an actual, because he's going to be trying to, like, tell the girl, you really didn't need it. He's a man trying to come up, but you really about to leave him now? Yeah, oh, I know what I'm about to do. Oh, my God. What, what was that? Oh, Ooh, that's about to be some mess. Mm. I'm trying to remember what the clip Joe Button's always playing. He was like, oh, fuck that nigga. Oh. <laughs> Yo, I need to stop saying that before that nigga starts to angrily, randomly tweet me at three no o'clock in the morning and blowing up my shit. Oh my like, god, do it! We need followers. You right? like? Bitch, <laughs> Joe Button. Does nobody bitch Joe Button oh. cussed out? That'd be my Twitter bio. <laughs> so I, I guess we will move on from that. Um, With all disrespect, Joe Button. <laughs> With all disrespect. With all disrespect. He's rated E, guys. Wow, he is not a friend. Is that the show title of All Disrespect? It's All Disrespect, yes. Oh, my God. That's the best, like, like when you coming at someone, you like, with all disrespect, like, I want you to know how ultimately I do not fuck with you. Jesus. Because I don't, I don't even do you a smidgen, a smidgen of respect. Smidgen? Sorry, that was the wrong word. <laughs> so I like it. Thank Next you. on the document. I, like um, I wanted to get the ladies' perspective on this whole Megan and Stallion and Cheaters thing. Nigga, that was gross. <laughs> the way he was on her face, I was, was like, so ah! and he was I mean, her son in Miami in Super Bowl Miami. Them niggas was off all of the drugs and yeah. all of the things. I know that nigga snorted a pound before yeah. he decided, but that's like the nigga that bit Beyonce that oh, we still yeah. don't know who bit Beyonce is now, Ethan. Oh yeah! Okay. <laughs> I was about to say something. <laughs> <laughs> you did not hear that from me. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, let me see what else. Um, let's just talk about Terry Crews again. I think we've kind of what are we? What are we? What, what, what else do we have to say? Wayne said it all. Yeah. Basically, take his song away. Rebecca, get on that. Yeah, he, he gives you wings. Yours, Red Bulls. I'm giving him wings. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Next. <laughs> Jesus, oh, yeah, I come up with the best quotables for the show, bro. Jesus, uh, let me see. The game reveals how many millions he spent on a lawyer since the G Unit days. So he spent more than twelve million dollars on lawyers. Why are you spending twelve million dollars on lawyers? Getting into fights, um, having sex with seventeen-year-olds. I mean, I feel like all of this is self-inflicted. So yeah, you got it, bro. Or do you not got it? And that's why you complain it. Ooh. You should have stayed with Tiffany. Mm. Yeah. That's all I got. Now we got positive news. Are y'all ready? 
Okay. Really positive because I listened to the show the other day when you said it's positive news and there was not actually one bit of positive news. Hey, it was positive for me. I had a laugh. Not that the positive that you can laugh at the shit? Yeah. This, okay. This next piece is a really positive. Go ahead. T.I. apologized to his daughters over the Hyman situation following Kobe Bryant's death. Oh! Revelations. I'm really upset that it took a whole man dying for you to realize how fucked up you were. Yeah. Uh, it still. But kudos to you. Thank you. Yeah. For, thank you. Now I'll teach Major how to fight. No, 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 no. He gets no kudos. Damn. Take it back. Reel it back. Skirt, skirt. No kudos. Because you don't. It is not an apology by saying sorry to me on Instagram. He he apologized publicly on Instagram in this post to his children. That's not an apology. First of all, Deja unfollowed and blocked everybody. She ain't see that. That's true. It is not a valid apology unless he posted it so we could see it and also went to them privately. He gets no kudos. Well, we don't know that. We don't know what he did. All we know is that I'm I'm saying unless he did both, he gets no kudos. Uh, in, in all fairness, I will put it out like this. A lot of times when people get into these public rants and these social media issues, a lot of times people will prefer you to have handled it privately, but because you came out very publicly with whatever it was that you had to say, some people would prefer that whatever else you have to say in return to that when you finally want to make amends that you do so publicly as well. One hundred percent. My point was, unless he did both, and we should because that's his personal business, right? But still, I'm gonna believe because it's Ti. He ain't do both. <laughs> we, we just do not believe Ti. Ti, I'm All right. So the the next piece of news um, is one of my favorite people, Ari Lennox. Right. So she said that. The dick that she received spoke life into her. Oh, wow. So I'm going to play the clip. Mm. Um, here we go. What's good, squad? You already know who it is. Okay, that was not Ari Lennox. Okay. <laughs> what? I was about to say, what is this? <laughs> okay, all right. Wow. Is the offending party speaking out? What happened? Oh, who gave her that dick, bro? But she said we would be ashamed. So I know that nigga's probably white as rice. Here we go. A submissive wife. I was willing to I was damn near willing to just let him talk to me crazy because that shit was out of this world like yes daddy yes okay like I was literally willing to ruin my career um if this ever came out who it was you would be like bitch do you know what Google says Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But I also know that they spoke life into me, invigoration, blessings, soul, turmoil. But heaven, Jesus, ah, uh-huh, sorry, please God, understand. This is just my truth. This is just my truth. This is just my truth. You blessed him with it. He blessed me with it. 
thing, maybe. Can, can, we, can we try another? Yo. <laughs> I love Ari so much. I love, I love, it is amazing. If you ever listen to our show, I just want to say I love you. I really would love to be your friend. And Me too. I I here. Love a hug with that, with consent, please. Yes. yes. All we should go get Korean barbecue oh and God. hang out and, yeah, and, and do all the things. I will totally be your friend. And then we could both together figure out how to get invited to the rock nation branch and talk to beyonce okay we got it we got it we can do it i just you're great i really want to know who gave her that she said this nigga gave her the dick that would ruin her career wow she was willing to ruin her career over that dick Mm -hmm. i think I don't think he's white because if she says maybe it's Chris Brown, people people would be like, "Do you know what Google says?" It's clearly somebody that if you Google, either has a rack of charges or has been out here being ridiculous, saying ridiculous things. I don't think he's necessarily white. Maybe I just Chris think Brown. he belongs to the streets. Maybe he don't love hip hop. Maybe it's Future. Wow, nah, Future's wrapped up with Lori right now. Mm-hmm. Who would be terrible for Ari? Mm-hmm. Ari and all of her neo soul loving life awkwardness. Nah, I wouldn't, J. Cole. No. Mary. He would be okay. It would be somebody out here ridiculous. Um like Soldier Boy or something. Maybe it's Chris Brown. Soldier Boy. Or or Bow Wow. No, Chris Brown just had that baby. I think he's he's with that lady right now and doing okay. Mm, okay. Uh Bow Wow. That one was oh, a good wow. guess. That could be one. Uh, Lil Fizz. Mm. It could be Lil Fizz. Mm. I don't want to do that to Ari, man. I but mean, it's just speculation. Was amazing. Yeah. Who else I'm glad. Who looks like he has amazing out here? Glad it's Ari Lennox. Um, I feel like Drake's rap sheet isn't that wouldn't end her career. So it could be Drake. Yeah. I mean, it could be because you're like, bitch, don't you know Google said he don't like black girls? For real? Mm, no, I think it would be like something more offending than that. That it would, she said she was willing to ruin her career for the dick. Was it like Stevie J? How <laughs> <laughs> does have a good dick? The way these bitches be crazy over him. I mm. said Trey Songs could have been him. I don't think Trey yeah, Songs would ruin her career. Huh, I mean, you gotta they, be they would they would make some fire music together. Mm. What was the last good Trey Songs? <sighs> Can't remember. Let's talk about it. Damn, now shit. That was what 2011. It's been a while. That was, was like the birthday girl anthem for like a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who else is out here in the shade room frequently looking ridiculous? Do y'all follow all of the all of the internet guys? Mm, I don't know. Maybe Todd. Maybe it is Peter Guns. <laughs> I know. Were you about to say Tyler the Creator? No, I said Todrick, that one boy. Oh, isn't oh. Todrick gay? I don't know what he is. Todrick Hall is gay. Is he? He never like. Did he ever confirm that? I don't know. Maybe it's with Keith. With Keith Stanfield? Yeah. 
Why would that ruin her career, though? Wow. It's not. Look, now, you're, now you are just trying to match make Ari Lennox with somebody it, that you think is good. Right. Ruin her career for it. There's a difference. But not even when she said, "Bitch, do you know what Google says?" I don't think it would ruin her career. She said she was willing to ruin her career for the dick. Mm-hmm. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe she meant she was willing to like stop working. Yeah, she would just probably just not do just to be with the dick. Yeah, yeah. but also. If you Google Lakeith Stanfield, oh, well, he has said some questionable things, hasn't he? I don't know. Who? Lakeith Stanfield. I feel like there was a whole thing about him saying some really ridiculous stuff. He, yeah, he did say some, some dumb shit. Mm. What? I don't know. Well, what did he say? keep getting that dick, Ari. <laughs> keep getting that dick. And that's all I have to say. Oh, my God. I watched that live. First of all, I love Ari Lennox Live. Like I follow a whole Twitter that just reposts her live. It's called Ari Lennox Live. But she was singing like she would pop up a song and like remix a song to sing about the dick. (laughs) She is a gem. A DC gem. Protect Ari Lennox. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. Well, you know what time it is. It is time this week for what is bothering us. So, um... Who wants to go first with either what's bothering or blessing you before we get up out of here? Wes, we are going first. Mm-hmm. First? Uh, I don't really have much bothering me. You know, everyone should do a food tour. You should pick a city and just go eat and drink all day in the city. That's I'm blessing y'all with that tip. Okay. Um, Nah, life is good. School is school, so I'm just trying to make sure I get through these classes. I don't really have much. Okay. Hey, you up next? Um, <laughs> I don't have anything this week that is bothering me. Okay. So, Kelly, what's bothering you? Okay. Um, well, what's bothering me would have to be uh, fairly simple. I don't like nosy people. Um, I really have an issue with people who have a tendency to eavesdrop on my conversations, especially when I am not fucking talking to you. I am having um, an issue with a particular individual who will remain unnamed and anonymous. However, um, 
they have this issue with uh, listening into um, any of my conversations that don't necessarily in, in, in any way concern or include them. Wow. What is very aggravating is when you are talking to people and then someone beside you is repeating what you're saying under their breath and laughing or is somehow interjecting in your conversation when they are not even a part of the conversation or is recalling a part of a conversation that you had later with you trying to recall. I don't remember who are you talking to again. Either all of these things and all of these accounts in multiple accounts, actually, days and days of this. Mm-hmm. I hate it. It bothers me. And I haven't had a chance to really say anything to her because I want her feeling she's young. But um, that that is what um, is definitely bothering me this week. But I am definitely still very blessed. And I just, no need to go into detail about that, but I'm a very happy lady. You know what? I have a what's bothering me. Okay, friend. What is it? Um, it is Black History Month as we spoke of, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. And one of my favorite songs turned 107 on February the 4th. Only for Nicki V. Minaj who say in a fucking song, all you bitches are Rosa Parks. Uh-oh. Get your ass up. Um... I, you know, the arms are <laughs> And I welcome it. Nigga, I'm about to, anyway. I, first, okay. Where are the words? Where do I begin with Nicki Minaj and how just, y'all niggas gotta stop giving her passes the way we did, the way we try to pull other niggas to the table about their bullshit. That lyric is trash, but we know Nikki been a little tenuous with her raps of late. But just how she's moving, fucking trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, I don't want to say it was bothering me to the point where I needed to really like mention it on the show, but it was like between the Meek Mill shit with them two going at it on Twitter. First of all, I'm like, y'all are literally too old for this. Yeah. Like, this was the day after her brother got to 25 years for, like... That she wrote a character letter for, and niggas is like, but you don't know. She, You don't know if she knew. She knew enough. And there was enough evidence. And I don't give a fuck who it is. I am not standing by a predator who preys on people, especially children, especially mm-hmm. children who are charged to their care. Especially children. Do you gotta just stop there? But like it just makes it worse that like you are around this child mm-hmm. constantly. I mean, especially children, but it's just like you how can you conceptualize defending anyone? who does this, who was caught and found guilty, and there was concrete evidence that he did this. I don't care if he's family. I don't care. Y'all can kiss my ass. I don't care. I would not stand up for my brother if there was evidence and show that he did that bullshit. You could not pay me enough to support him in that. Mm -mm. But my thing and then her husband is the same she has a habit and I don't know it's just because this is who she's comfortable with I don't know if there's other issues at play I'm not going to speculate 
but she has a pattern of supporting mm-hmm. these kinds of people. Yeah, well, but let everybody know where they can find y'all on social media so I can play what I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. What can they find? I don't want them to. I don't know if I want them Y'all can listen to the last week's episode. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, last week. Well, if you want to know where I am, some ears. <laughs> Kelly, you going? You going to tell them your social media this week? Why not? Okay. If you, you want to find me, if you want to, I don't know, like a pic, you can Ooh. find me at I am Kelly. That is I am K E L L I A O Y S E on all the twitters and the socials. Okay, what's yours? Sorry, y'all are funny today. Um, I am one too many frogs on Twitter. That's O N E, the number two many frogs. And oh shit, we we have a voicemail. So here we go. We have a voicemail. 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 You want to hear it? Here we go. Tubman was walking around with a fucking knife, dressed on with a fucking. Queens don't always talk and look nice and polished. Being a queen has more to do with having balls. To do what you weak fucks won't do. Oh, y'all. No, and I can hear the 